When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I'm going to be speaking about three tips to boost your energy. And the reason why I chose to do this is because so many people keep asking me and listen, ask myself the same question. How can I get more energy? There's so much to do. I feel so overwhelmed. I feel so burnt out. So there's some amazing tips. I'm going to give you four tips today that will help boost your energy and will help with that. I use them and when I don't, I battle. So these are some real great energy boosting hacks to help you get that burnout under control. But before we begin, I just want to remind you that if you want to listen to this podcast or any of my podcasts ad-free, then subscribe to my Patreon account. The link and details will be in the show notes. And as I said, you can listen to this ad-free and all my other podcasts. And there is bonus content in there as well as live Q&As that I will be doing. So back to today's podcast. Okay, so... How many times have you felt like you're overwhelmed, burnt out, just can't, just too much to do, can't handle it, exhausted, I cold your head and say, oh, I'm so tired, my brain is just so tired, I just need a break. So I've done this often and I know how to manage it, I recognize when it happens and as I said, that when I don't do this, I really battle. So first of all, let's talk about why do we get tired and then we're going to, then I'm going to, I'm going to give you four tips. So the reason that we get tired is because our non-conscious mind, which operates 24-7, which never stops for one second, which helps you function during the day, helps you pull up all these thoughts that in mem- with their memories that you need to, to go through the day, that helps you basically get through the day, helps you manage your body, helps you manage your brain, helps you recognize when you've got some issues going on in your life or you're worked up or whatever. It is brilliant. Your non-conscious mind's amazing. Works when you're asleep. It works to help you sort out and housekeep when you're asleep. It helps to prepare you for the next day. It it never gets tired because when it stops, you're dead basically. So your non-conscious mind never stops going. Full of energy, quantum speed energy. Your conscious mind is limited. It has less energy. It's slower. It works hand in hand with the energy levels of the brain, and the brain gets very tired. So when the non-conscious mind and the conscious mind are working together through the physical brain and body, there's a lot of energy that is being used, and that energy basically wears out. Exactly like if you, your cell phone, if you have your, if you have all, a whole ton of apps open on your cell phone and you have it on bright and you're constantly talking on it and doing lives and whatever, the battery wears down and you have to recharge your battery. So that's kind of what the brain and the conscious mind function like. The non-conscious mind is a constant energy source, as I said. So non-conscious, the source of everything, okay? Your conscious mind is only awake when you're awake 
and it uses your brain when you're awake and the brain and the conscious mind need to have breaks. So you need to sleep at night for your brain and body to regenerate and get that break, that big break. And then you need to, and that also gives your conscious mind a break because your conscious mind is very deliberate and intentional. It's working really hard to to think and feel and choose about the stuff during the course of the day guided by the non-conscious. So that's why it gets so tired. So now, if we get very stimulated and we, which happens to me a lot, I get super excited about my work and I will be doing research for like I'm writing a new book at the moment on mental health for kids. I've got multiple clinical trials running and very like, like you, I'm busy. Okay. So I get super into everything I'm doing to the point where I um, can sometimes feel like my brain is tired, like I already mentioned. We all know that sleep is so important for our mental and physical health. It helps clean up the brain and get us ready for the next day so we can give our best at home, school or work. However, getting a good night's rest can be a challenge. This is why I love Ned's best-selling sleep blend, which new and improved recipe offers an even greater night's sleep. Ned remains committed to making all of their products more simple and effective and they've done just that with their new sleep blend. This new formulation blends CBN, a powerful cannabinoid that promotes sleep, with 700 milligrams of USDA-certified organic CBD from the purest single-source hemp flower extract and organic and wild-crafted botanicals traditionally used for sleep. The new sleep blend has 24% more sleep-inducing botanicals by weight than the previous version. And it's Ned's birthday month. If you'd like to give their new and improved sleep blend a try, Cleaning up the mental mess listeners get 21% off with the code Dr. Leaf for the month of March only. It's their best offer of the year. Visit hellonet.com forward slash Dr. Leaf to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Dr. Leaf to get 21% off. The link and details will be in the show notes. So what I've learned to do and what I've also discovered from my research is that When we do push beyond the limits of the conscious and the physical brain and the body, we may not feel like, we may feel like we can still keep going and we are keeping going. Maybe you're now back home from work and you're making dinner for the kids and the family or you are going out or you're doing whatever you are, male, female, whatever you do, whatever you're doing after a hard day's work or whatever, you're still going, but you're feeling that really worn out and then it's carrying over maybe the middle of the day and you're really feeling like that. Okay, so essentially what we're needing to do is to give ourselves special little reboots during the course of the day and special little reboots, at various different types of reboots during the course of the day. So as we go through the, through the day, absolutely everything that we are experiencing is being processed by the conscious mind with the help of the non-conscious mind and the brain into the brain. So every experience, and we have Around about, on average, and it's really difficult to estimate this, but it's on average about 8,000 experiences a day. So it's really busy, our brain. And this is why the physical brain and conscious mind need little breaks. So there's a lot of, I'm just looking at my notes here, there's a, I don't want to miss anything. There's a lot of neuroplasticity happening, the changes in the brain, and that takes a lot of energy. So, and everything builds in, some good stuff, bad stuff, the joke, the fun stuff, the great exciting things and the negative things all of them are being built into your brain and draining energy out of your brain okay so this is why we need to be careful because if we don't watch out we can get tired without realizing we're tired because your unconscious mind will 
can, you can almost be deceived, not in a negative, not in a, like a bad way, that your, your non-conscious mind's not out to get you. Your non-conscious mind's there to make you function as best you can. But we can get so caught up that we can be deceived and think, okay, I've, I've still got energy. But your conscious, your creativity is going and you're feeling maybe a bit sad or even a little bit depressed or edgy or, you know, there's a shift that occurs. And, I, and I've watched this in myself and, and maybe you can relate to this, that you like going and everything's fine and then suddenly you feel this edginess, this, this sadness, this maybe a little bit depressed or maybe a little bit like a hovering anxiety or just not yourself. And you go from this high almost to this low and it's kind of sudden. And, you know, you look and you see, oh, gosh, everything I've done is all stupid. Meanwhile, an hour ago or 10 minutes ago, you were so excited about what you were doing. That's a signal for you that you have not rested your conscious mind and your brain sufficiently and that you're heading towards an overwhelm. And if you keep living in that pattern where you just push through that and then you kind of sort of eventually sort of collapse in front of the TV or whatever, but you you, you haven't really switched off properly it accumulates over time and then eventually you get to the point where you really just feel completely and utterly burnt out and it's, it's harder then to restore. You can always restore, but it's harder. So I like to be proactive in this process and the, this is what these four tips are going to help you, how to be proactive in boosting your energy. The first tip is that every 30 to 45 minutes, even 60 minutes, take anything from a 30-second to a two-minute little thinker moment break where you literally do the following. You switch off to the external, you switch on to the internal, and that means that you close your eyes or keep them open and stare off into space or stare out the window or stare at something pretty or stare at a, a plant, anything where you kind of go into the zone and you just let your mind wander and you just let your mind daydream. This reboots the default mode network in the brain. It activates it, in, it, which is a very important network inside your brain that helps you, to, that's working very hard processing everything. But it gives it a little bit of a rest, a little bit of a reboot. And then as you come back out of that stage, you are, you'll feel so much more energized. So like if I'm going for 30 to 45 minutes to an hour and I don't do this, I'll f- definitely sense a sudden shift in my creativity. So creativity and emotions are the like two signals, how you're feeling, because your mood will suddenly shift, and irritability, frustration, a little bit of sadness, a little bit of just something's not right. Something's off in your emotions, and then also in your creativity, when your creativity stops dropping. So let's say you're writing that great email, you're busy with something, when and it just like, you can't work out what to say next, or you're filming something or whatever. And you just need to take that. That's Those are signs for you. So creativity drops and there's a shift in your emotions. And they're not that obvious in the first 45 minutes or first 60 minutes. But as the day goes on, they become more and more obvious. So now I want you to really train yourself to look for a shift in your emotions and a shift in your creativity. And as you do that, and, and try to be aware, like every 45 to 60 minutes, it's going to start happening. And sometimes you can miss it because, as I said, in the first few hours of the day, you still got more energy and you may it may not hit you, but it could hit you within, you know, early afternoon or something like that. So look for those and then make force yourself to take that little thinker moment, even if you're on a flow. So as I said, I'm writing this new book on mental health for children at the moment. And I was having I was on such a in such a flow the other day. 
And trust me, I'm really disciplined about these 30-second to one-minute little two-minute little thinker moments. And I just got in this flow and I skipped a couple of them and I just pushed through. And three hours later, I thought, wow, what happened? I'm drained. And so I realized I hadn't taken those breaks. So I was very conscious for the, I took a longer break and then I started doing the thinker moment. So literally within 45 minutes to 60 minutes, every 45 to 60 minutes, I just look away, just daydream, close my eyes, let my mind wander, whatever thoughts are popping up. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll even think, oh, wow, I mustn't, that's amazing. I didn't, that's something I must remember to do, or that's something that I need to work on. And I'll just maybe jot it down back to work. I tell you, it's phenomenal at keeping your flow going. In this day and age where our attention is drawn all over the place by everything, our flow gets disrupted. And this thinker moment is such a phenomenal way of you checking in and keeping your flow going. Okay, And if you add these other three tips I'm going to give you, you're going to keep in that state of flow. And flow means that you, you're paying good attention, you're getting you, your focus is good, your creativity is up there, you're not going to be thrown off by your attention being stolen and that exhaustion that follows. Okay, second tip. So first of all, the first tip is a one 30 second to two minute thinker moment more or less every 45 to 60 minutes. 30 to 45 to 60 minutes. The second tip is after three of those sessions, so after anything from you know an hour and a half to three hours, take at least 30 minutes where you get up and maybe do some stretches, grab a cup of coffee, play with the dog, check your social media, call your mom, call your dad, call your husband, call your wife, call your girlfriend, watch a funny TikTok, anything, have something, have a little snack. Just give yourself that 30 minutes where you don't think about your work. Don't in those 30 minutes mull the stuff over. Discipline yourself in those 30 minutes not to think of what you have been doing. It allows what you have been doing to settle down. It allows the, the neurons that are, the little dendrites that are growing, the little proteins that are holding this information that you have been growing in your brain and all the other thoughts that have been activated while you do whatever it is that you're doing. It allows a rest period where they once again reboot themselves. Okay, but we need a longer one, more or less after every third session. And a session is anything from 30 to 60 minutes. I tend to do 45 to 60 minutes. So three of those, then I take this 30-minute break, okay? So you take a longer break, do something out of that space. The first one, the thinker moments you can do in the space where you're at, you can even have your hand on the keyboard and just stare at the keyboard and you're letting your mind wander. The second one is you physically move away from wherever you are, do some movement, eat, drink, whatever, but you're not allowing yourself to think about your work. So you're physically moving, etc. Rest is essential for both our brain and body. It is an important part of a balanced lifestyle. Personally, when I find myself with a few minutes to spare, I love to unplug for a bit, de-stress and lose myself in best fiends. This amazing puzzle game is one of my favorite ways to treat my brain to a much needed recharge. It's like a mental spa day, but one I can enjoy wherever I go. Best Fiends, that's friends without the R, is a mobile puzzle game that is free to download and super engaging. The game features tons of cute characters that can help you solve thousands of fun puzzles. The more you play, the more characters you collect, and the more you win, the more challenges you face. I personally love games like Best Fiends because they can trigger a double dose of dopamine in the brain, which is otherwise known as the brain's favorite feel-good juice, and they can be a great way to build the brain through learning, which increases our mental resilience. 
I'm currently on level 450 called the Grim Guardian and I'm getting closer to saving the land of Minutia from all those bad slugs. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. The link in detail will be in the show notes. So the third tip is try to limit the intensiveness for your day. Now you're probably thinking, that won't work for me. So listen to what I mean, okay? We're all busy, okay? But we Pretty good at being busy. I'm not asking you to be less busy. I'm just helping you get more organized, okay? So your day is intense. I'm not asking you to change that. Um, I mean, I'm not asking you to cut things out or throw things away or because you've got to get through a certain amount in a day. I'm helping, advising you, I should say, to approach it differently. Take the intensity level off, okay? And the way that you do that is by being more organized, by, being more, by planning more. So let me read you what I've written. Try to limit the intensiveness of, of the length of your day of work. So you do that with time. So try and do shorter time. So if you're doing 12 hours every day, that's kind of a lot. You know, try and bring that back if you can to eight hours because I can tell you now eight, nine hours is the limit where your creativity is going to be good. That other four to five hours that you take on, you're going to be doing in four to five hours what you would have done in probably 30 minutes. So if anything, go 30 minutes over the 8 to 9 hours, but if you do 12, 15 hours, there is going to be a creativity drop-off. You're going to not have as good quality. Now, there is the odd day where you actually can have a 15-hour quality day, but you will pay the price the next day. So I try in general not to allow myself to do it. And every now and then I fall in that trap. I'll get in a flow. I did it last week one day. I hadn't done it for a while. And I did it this week one day because I got into such a flow with the work I was doing. So I ended up doing the one was a 12-hour day. The one was a 15-hour day. Everything I was doing was what I love. I was taking my thinker moments. I was taking my 30-minute breaks and doing all of that. I took dinner breaks, etc. But I just kept going. And it suddenly, the next day after the 12-hour stint, the 15-hour stint, both of the next days, I did not have the same creativity and I didn't know until I got into a meeting and I had to be super creative and I just couldn't think of, I just, normally I'm filled with ideas in meetings and I, I couldn't get them out. They were there, it was like they were stuck. Then I had to film some stuff for Instagram Lives and TV and all kinds of stuff and I had to be short and succinct and quirky and quick. I tell you, I was useless. They were so bad. I had to stop. So even though I didn't feel mentally and physically exhausted because I had slept well, the intensiveness of my previous day literally spilled over into the next day. And it literally took me a day to recover. So that day was not very productive. And I got kind of frustrated. So I'm not going to fall for that again. I think I was testing the bounds of my limits and thinking, does this? Oh, I can go 15 days. Every now and then I get really stupid and do that. But I know I can't. And that's why I'm so emphatic about this. So guys... Limit the intensiveness of your day in terms of the hours. Try and be very dis- very disciplined with your hours that you work and make sure that you're taking those, you know, adding the thinker moments and the 30 minutes in. And if you can take a nice long, you know, slightly longer than 30 minutes, that's also great. And then have a time that you actually end off the day. You know, that you actually, I mean, sometimes, as I said, you've got to do a couple of extra things, but try and have a break after that eight hours, a nice long three, four hour break. And if there's an email or something that just has to be done, just make sure that you've had a decent three, four hour break and then half an hour and then stop. Okay, really important. That's what I mean by intensiveness, because we will deceive ourselves and think we're being intense, but actually the quality of that time has been reduced dramatically. And as I said, it bears repeating you do three extra hours beyond the eight, nine hours, and now that three that the quality has dropped so much that it actually is only about half an hour's work. So 
as I said, take a little break if you have to finish one more email or something and then limit the time of whatever work you do after the slightly longer break. People age at different speeds and the date on your license may not represent your inner biological age at all. If you're looking for ways to extend your health span, improve your mental health and slow down the aging process, many of the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to boost your metabolism, reduce stress, improve sleep and optimize your mental and physical health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition and supplementation for your body. Add Inner Age 2.0 to any plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age to see how you're aging from the inside out. For a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's insidetracker.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. Okay, and then the fourth tip, which is really, I mean, all these four together will change your life. I swear you'll have so much more energy. Be the fourth tip, be as deliberate about switching off as you were about switching on. So you wake up in the morning, you switch into your life and whatever you have to do, be as deliberate about that as switching off. So what do I mean by that? When I stop my eight-hour day or my nine-hour day and I've done all my little 30, you know, the one to 30 second to one to two minute breaks every 30 seconds, I've made taken my 30-minute break every third sort of session and I have control the intensiveness of my day. This fourth tip is when I do stop, I am super deliberate about not thinking about work. So I don't think, okay, well, I'll get in the bath and I'll do some more research. I used to do that, but that's going to take my creativity away. I'm going to allocate that rather for the morning or something. I'm going to get in that bath and this is the typical, this is what I love to do. I either get in my sauna, if I haven't saunaed yet, and I'll watch some movie. Jane the Virgin is my favorite at the moment. I'm busy going through that series, Ted Lasso, I went through before. I watch all the medical things like Grey's Anatomy and Chicago Med. I love these things. And I sit and I watch those. And as much as I know, oh, I've got to do this, 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 I ignore it. I put it out of my mind. If my husband or I've got three of my kids, if my four kids work for us, if someone sends me an email, I have to have this now. Unless it's urgent life and death, I tell them I'm not an ER doctor. So if it can wait till tomorrow, it waits till tomorrow. I mean, I really create a very strong definition of now I am going to switch off. Go for a walk with my dogs, have a sauna, get in a hot bubble bath for two hours and watch some movies or whatever and collapse to bed. So in other words, I don't know what you, you know, it changes for me quite a lot, but that's sort of, I do that kind of combination. But I make sure that I value, I use that time to really, really let my mind, conscious mind and my physical brain rest with like funny things and laughter. And that's why I like watching things like Ted Lasso and, and Jane the Virgin where there's a message but there's also that sense of humor, which is, which is also really relaxing and builds resilience. Okay, so tip one, very quickly, is the 30, is the two, 30 second to two minute break every 30 to 60 minutes. The second one is every third session, take at least a 30 minute break where you physically move away from your computer or whatever it is that you're doing and do not allow yourself to think of your work in that time. The third one is be very deliberate about changing the intensiveness of your day. And the fourth one is be very deliberate about your relaxation time, that it's really total switch off time and not half work, half switch off. 
I hope that helps you get lots of energy. Send me some messages on DM me or put some message on this on YouTube, whatever, wherever you want to on podcast. Send me a comment and feedback and send me a five star rating. Listen, guys, the more you rate me, I mean, I'm always going to bring you great content, but it really helps get this message out to more and more people. And as you know, I have lots of things to share and I get super excited about what I've got to share because I'm sharing from authenticity. I'm sharing from my scientific experience, my clinical experience, but also from my life experience as a mom, as a working mom, as a business owner, as a mother of four, as a friend, etc. I bring that combination to you to try and help you because I know how much help I need, seriously. So everything I say, I'm actually doing and telling myself at the same time. So thanks for joining me and I look forward to chatting next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com. And to sign up for my weekly newsletter, where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.